Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello everyone and welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast episode 345. This is Russ and it's a full house this week. I have Aaron, I have Rich, and I have Daryl. Yo. All right. Yay. Dr. Current is back. He's back. Let's do this. He's back. All right, Madre. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we don't really have a lot of n- any news. I, th- I think the only thing I saw we we're talking before we started recording is uh, I believe the Tales of the Walking Dead is like wrapped. Well, obviously wrapped filming, but I think it's it's like done in the can, like a hundred percent complete. So um, quick, yeah. Well, it's only what six episodes, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, also, did they have like? different crews working the because since they're different stories and with different actors i mean they're uh, they're filming I, hate maybe i'm just maybe you know they could they could be like producing all episodes at the same time or sim- or close you know quicker perhaps it depends i mean it, you know they're filming in the same area for the whole thing right. it's just a matter of swapping out actors yeah. and you know if there's different directors or whatnot there's yeah like, like a minor difference but i see what you're saying like con- concurrently filming since you have six different things going on but i'd imagine because it's still like one location where they're filming that let alone the show and the other show and you know obviously the secret movie filmings that are going on <laughs> so it's uh, <laughs> yeah do we have any updates on the secret films being made secretly under wraps? Let me check my notes. No. Oh, it says, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I saw in the news. <laughs> well, at least it's consistent. Oh. Right. Yeah, I, yes. Movie Watch uh, continues. Oh. I can't even say Movie Watch 2022 because it's been like Movie Watch 2018 <laughs> c- uh, continues <laughs> like at this point. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into it uh, with Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Divine Providence. Ooh. Um, so this is a, a basically a Strand and Alicia-focused episode. We do get some cameos from some other folks, uh, especially at the end. But but I guess a, a Wes episode. They, yeah, well. they gave Wes the cut the character highlight at the at the credits. <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh we're yeah, gonna get a lot of Wes. Did. Yeah, uh, yeah, we kind of uh, did, I guess. But it wasn't like it was his story. <laughs> but they like chose him anyway. Yeah, because they just want to over, they don't want to overuse Alicia and Strand of the silhouettes. So like, let's get a Wes in here. <laughs> yeah, didn't some need of a foil? Huh? Didn't some of his uh, scenes get cut? this week why would i know this i don't know <sighs> no that was just him he just got cut. that's what i'm <laughs> saying you uh, you underestimate I I, my I, ability I, 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 I that joke i mean it's not really a joke <laughs> well, yeah. like, so what aaron is saying is it has to be funny to be a joke um not necessarily no i would say no i'm all for just bad there's just no there's no 
there's no punchline. It's just like you're just stating a thing and hoping we connect the dots. Well, and Russ did. Therefore, the intelligent half of the podcast got it. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Off to a picture. Um, okay. Did anybody else feel like this episode was very neurotic as far as, like, strand-switching thought processes like a little too this, too much for my like yeah, this is this is this is how I thought of it to myself. I feel like maybe two thirds of this I think are honestly like five star Walking Dead episodes, but I, like but I think like a third of this episode is like two star one and a half star Walking Dead episodes. Like it's so like like there's really good acting going on between some key people in here, and there's some good scenes, but like they keep getting disrupted by terrible decisions or flip floppiness <laughs> yes. or wavy handiness yeah. or any other yeah. number of pieces of bullshit that's like you're on the right path you just clear out the clutter and make this a better episode do you so, think it's because they don't want to lose the strand character so they won't, don't want to have him go too far oh they don't want to commit to anything that's like that significant like they don't want to lose either alicia or strand right and it's right. and it's frustrating uh, and, and even then, even if you don't want to get rid of them, fine. But like, don't make it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like side. it's so yeah. all over the. And then they the less, the less thing. They all yeah. they do this a lot, especially this yeah. show. This show, I mean, it well, I met like, with Strand. After, it, it, he went away, and then all of a sudden, he goes right back to, I'm, um, mm-hmm. you know, flip back back to being I'm not so bad of a person. I yeah, yeah I just, and I remorseful. Just, I, I want to make sure I understood Russ's question um, correctly. So what you're asking is, did I see that they continue to double down on the shit-filled diaper on the tire fire that they have had this half of the season? The answer would be yes. This, oh, I'm so frustrated with this episode. Like, I almost just decided no more Fear the Walking Dead after this one. But the completest in me won't let me do that. But my God, did I hate this episode of Walking Dead. This was terrible. There were some cool moments, but they were so far and few between all the layers of shit and waffling back and forth and the stupidity of every time we get those two characters together. It's, what is it? I respect you. I don't respect you. I'm going to prove myself to you. I'm going to turn on you. I'm going to do this. I'm like, can... Can we get any more waffling? It's every time with these two characters, every time they start setting up the stakes for something is going to happen, it's this stupid shit every time. If that was what you were asking, then yes, I agree, Russ. It was a bit neurotic. I'm curious, though, if if they were told this is your last season ahead of time, do you think they would just have it where Strand would just go full villain without going back like just completely go it depends on who has the crayons in the writer's room at the time we are we already know this has another season right that's what i mean like so you, I, I know they don't want to lose him especially when they're you know we know well, i mean coming I, back. I would assume he signed up for whatever contract he's on where he knows yeah, like i, would, but the, I yeah. mean the you know, and Daryl, you know how this stuff works. I mean, yeah. they map this stuff out ahead of time. Like they know where oh, the yeah, arcs are. Like he, like he, and Juan Domingo knows like where he is going to be in this mm-hmm. season. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they map it all all ahead of time and set up the skeletal structure for a for a plot. But yet, just write the shittiest thing they possibly. 
I don't get I, it. I, well, the first half of this season, I was like amazed. I thought it was good, very good. Did they completely change people running the show? I don't. I just. I don't understand what happened. Their what? writing is inconsistent. It's sloppy. It lacks logic, even in a show about Walking Dead. I just. I was very, very upset. I'm like, I Strand needs to go, or he needs to go full evil. And all they did was make him the waffling character he's always been, and just set up. Nothing but disappointment for this episode. Teacher, I'm raising my hand, teacher. Can I come? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was very triggered by this episode as far as bad writing. Bad, terrible writing. Well, I don't I don't think it was so bad, but I do think that it suffers from they don't want to lose certain people. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, with this whole then thing was straight, I think... Okay. Just saying. Well, I, I do right, think that if you're going to do the villain thing with Strand, just keep him the villain. That's what I, I mean. I would yes. think that was the best thing to do with, with Strand. But it seems like they want to have him be back to how he was uh, a season or two ago for when we get to the next season, which is a little frustrating when you're watching this because he's got the chops to be the bad guy, right? He's got, you know, he seems free when he's, you know, when he's throwing people off the roof and he's, you know, making, he feels like he is the, the, uh, he's, all his decisions are, are, are the right decisions and he's not beholden to what he promised Madison before she supposedly died, right? It, it, seem, it seems like they clearly want to like give the audience a taste of what it would be for Strand to be the villain, but they also need to level him back down because that's right. not what they're going to continually go for because Colton Domingo is a big part of this show. People obviously yes, like him. Yes. He likes being here. So you right. can't have him constantly be the villain. Right. It, so you, you need so it's more like, okay, yeah, now you've, you've seen when you give Strand that, you know, that little bit of power, this is what it's like when he's in control. And yes, that makes him, by default, the villain of the series. But we want to move on from here. Mm-hmm. And as I completely said last week, we all know this tower's going to fall and, and it's on right. fire now. So now we got to take that away and move on. And, yeah. and we have to also position Strand to be back to acceptable as far as how why the other... It feels like the stadium a little bit. Uh-huh, right? It does like, like the stadium. But there's part of my issue with that as far as the performance that was given with that writing. And I'm not knocking his performance, but he had a certain tone to that character back in the day when he was simping for Alicia back then. And then he built up this evil persona, but he is instantly turned back to that old strand. I'm sorry, the guy is not trustworthy, and it, I just, I don't get it. I don't I, understand I, I would argue that Alicia does make it complicated for him. I don't, th- and that's not, that's not she new does. for this series. No. Like, no. Uh, I, I don't think it's inconsistent with how he, how he no. can be. Uh, combined with his paranoia, his, mm-hmm. you know, overworkedness, his right. probably, his la- probably lack of sleep, because he probably doesn't sleep at all, because he's constantly watching his back for everything. No, like, no, no. Uh, Aaron, I get all that, Mr. What I'm saying is Coleman Domingo, his acting, his performance, like he had that persona with the evilness, and then he immediately, I don't know if he was evil, but still, 
the bad guy. And then suddenly the tide turns, but he he instantly puts the performance of that strand that was there two, three years ago. And that, to me, it just doesn't show inconsistency of, or show consistency of character. You're not going to just instantly snap from being this badass evil dude throwing people off roofs and throwing I, threats around and all that I, shit. Yeah, I, would, I, I, would argue little, I would argue he's, I mean, the character itself is performative as far as right. what he puts up as a guard, as a way to like right. show himself in a certain light. And he right. can, and I think he can remove that when necessary, like when he gets mm-hmm. emotional around Alicia. Right. Or I'm just saying, I'm not with you as far as there's a, there's a, there's a, I'm just saying that that arc happened really fast. I, and I, and I would agree with you and I'm not yeah. saying that, you know, obviously we're all at least mixed on some of the results here. Uh, right. Like I, I do think the writing fails what they're going for in a lot of these instances, but I, I like I said, I do think like buried in this episode are some really good scenes with some really good right. acting, exactly. and it's it's so it's it's for me it's just frustrating yeah. that it's not all the way through that good, right? Like because I I can Cause see he, what they're going for, and that's what I was trying to right. th- that's what I was talking about. You know, you were here but like last week or whatever, where uh-huh. it seems very clear that the tower is this symbol. And the mm-hmm. more you, le- the more the show leans into the metaphor, I can buy into what it's trying to do. It's just very tough to make that work, right. and, and it seems like that's bearing fruit here because we're seeing constant struggles to appreciate what they're doing because mm-hmm. it's just not coming through the best of ways. Which is the why I felt I, I kept thinking stadium as I watched it. Yeah, because that's what they were trying to do with Madison and the stadium and, and the symbolism of that, and it and it just didn't all the way come through, I think, the way they wanted it to. And he's always been kind of limited by his love of this family, right? Mm -hmm. She's the last one left on the show. But, I mean, that's kind of always been Strand's weakness is his love of this family. And, And every time he wants to cut loose at, you know, and do what he wants to do, he gets hit with, you gotta take care of Alicia, you gotta take care of uh, Madison, uh, Nick, Madison, or Nick, or you know, like he all that seems to be even to the point where I think the character even said one time when he was frustrated by how he like he didn't ask to be in the in that in this role of of being protective of this family. He didn't ask for this, and it and it bothered him to a certain degree. Um, but at the yeah. same time, he he wanted it. <laughs> There's a there's a there's a version of this where Strand's on his own. He's just on his boat the whole time, living it up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's just living it up. Got roped into this whole thing, and it's like ah. I do think though that there is a resentment with Morgan. How Morgan and and Strand kind of there's a dislike that they have for each other right away. Because more, I don't know if it's a like it feels like Strand looks at Morgan like they look at him in such the hero, but he's done bad things too. Why they always, you know, look at him as the the good guy or the the leader? You know, why they always put him in the leadership role? You um, know, it, it, uh, colorism. I'm kidding. Uh, but no, it's <laughs> <laughs> end of show. <laughs> no, it's you know, I I think it's just philosophies differ, right? Morgan is yeah. you know, all life is precious, even if you know gets hands dirty or whatnot, because he knows greater good, and but he's still ultimately fighting for a team where Strand, yes, he can be 
uh, he can be a benefactor to some people sometimes, but he's generally for Strand, you know, right. Strand's number one. Right. Morgan's Morgan's a little bit more altruistic in that sense. <laughs> I think that's all true, but like... also at the same time, Strand kind of looks at Alicia like a daughter. He even says it in this episode. But uh, it, and she respects, but back up, dislikes, back up, back up. Yeah, she yeah, respects, yeah, up. but dislikes him. Whereas Morgan. She admires him and looks up to him. Alicia sees sees Strand more on her own level in a way, where she sees Morgan as more someone she would follow as a leader. I don't agree and with that. I think Strand yeah, that bugs him. Well, I, I don't agree with that. I I think she sees she sees Strand kind of like a father figure, but one who's a failure in a way at times with her, she gets disappointed and frustrated with him. Like a daughter would, you know, some, a father who's done, you know, things that she doesn't agree with. Like she kind of even talks to him like that and it annoys him. You know, like we, we've seen how he got really pissed about, about that. Even, you know, well, I mean, we talk about this and we'll talk about it in this episode too, when he kind of snaps uh, because of that tone that she takes with him at times. Even yeah, I episode. guess a better way for me to word it is she respects Strand, she respects Morgan, she's disgusted, disappointed, and reviled by Strand's actions and his thing and his choices, and she admires Morgan. And I think that some part of Strand recognizes that, and his envy is part of what's feeding into his hatred of Morgan. Not soul reasoning, but I definitely think that that is part of the psyche. I don't even think she kind of respects him at times. I think she loves him. Yeah. And that's the connection. That's what I think it is. And I don't that's think she respects him. Yeah, I think that as much as she, like a I daughter... Don't think she- Loves him. I don't. Oh, I do. Oh, she, I if totally she didn't love do. him, she would have shot him, or or exactly. slit her slit his throat, or did any number. This of whole things. episode yeah. showed that she loves him. Yeah, like he, the, the Strand would not be alive if if she did not have love yeah. for him. Yeah, Morgan even even kind of alludes to that that she loves him. Like did, but she doesn't want to. She hates that she still does, but she does. She loves him. I don't see any love there at all. I mean, that's the whole reason why she says, I don't know if I can kill this man. That's, that's yeah, it. I don't that's know how you know. I definitely that. saw it in past. Uh, I like, don't see uh, that now. I Rich, see this Rich, whole episode. Rich, why, why else wouldn't she kill him then? Exactly. What's stopping her? Strategy. Tactics. What strategy? The, no. the kill, cut off the head. That's the strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, you know until that? they were to the rooftop, there wasn't really an opportunity to actually kill him. He's had many opportunities. Yes, there was. She, she, she sat in an elevator with him, pointing a gun at his yeah. and blew his head off. And, well, and I agree. She should have killed him there. And I she could have understand. stabbed him with the hand, with her arm. She could. It's so many times. But she the, these are things him. that are failures of writing. These are. I mean, there are there are other failures of writing, but the idea right. that there that the two of them are still alive is because they share this intense bond. Oh, she loves that man. He's family. She loves that man. They've been, they've been through thick and they've been together for yeah. like a decade now at the timeline of the show, pretty much. <laughs> like, Just cause she yells and, you know, and they have the conflict. That's the point. Like the conflict is the point, even though they can't, she can't just deal with it by just killing him because she loves him. She doesn't want to kill somebody who's a pseudo father to her. 
even she doesn't want to admit it to herself, but she has no choice. She has to. Nah, I don't buy it. People get people get mad and yell and say horrible things. They sure do. Call them stupid. And, but enough about I, Brad Milo. Russ, maybe we should get into the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Was I being Brad Milo? No. Because if yeah. so, oh. then I need to retract everything because no. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we know now you know what we think of the episode russ why don't we go into what happened this week right <laughs> yeah yeah all right um so this episode starts off with strand shaving except for his mustache so he's he's cleaning as, up as he was um as I was like writing down like the name of this episode and everything, I was like, I wonder when this title's gonna and he's like Divine Providence. Like, oh, we just got right to it. <laughs> he just knocked it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Alicia shows up and he invites her in for a drink. And uh and then and then tells him to uh tells his men to be ready. He said when the sun goes down, like basically the, the it, it's going to be on. So this is stupid so decision number one, right? <laughs> so he's just like, you yes. know, this, this guy's barricaded yes. himself in this yeah. thing, has all right. this high ground, all these men with guns. You know what I should do? Probably just go in by myself into the building, not even like on the outskirts of the building, go into the building and just assume mm-hmm. he'll like, let me like hang out with them for a bit before I go back outside of my people and nothing will be a problem. Like, Should have called for parlay on neutral ground right there between right? the they tower. Neutral ground, yeah. right? <laughs> and, yeah. and that's where it should have happened. Yeah. Period. And the entire stupidity of this episode starts with this first bad decision. There like even go. if there was like a, they do that and then he like grabs her and brings her inside. Like at least that's something that, that at least just justifies why she would be yes. inside the building. This is like she willfully goes inside. It's fucking war. Like, you know, just yeah. Yeah. Which she'd been talking about yeah. the whole uh, season, part of the season. That's not what yeah. that's not what Brad Pitt did at Inglorious um, Bastards. They had a plan. I'm saying <laughs> stick to the plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> went in the fucking basement. That's exactly what she did. She went to fight in the basement. That's the problem. She did. She did. <laughs> died in that basement because of this Um, a lot I love that scene so much that's like probably my favorite scene in any Tarantino movie is that whole bit in the in the basement anyway enough about Inglourious Bastards um he um so yeah so he uh lets Leisha in and of course Daniel uh pushes his way in as well because he wants to see Ophelia and Alicia's like, yeah, he's he's not well, and I couldn't stop him. Yeah, there's so, a good there's a good look that Strand gives when he's like, I'm here to find Ophelia, and Strand's like, it, it's such a like, that's crazy. Also, are you okay? Also, I got to deal with this now. Like, there's like three, there's like multiple yeah. emotions going on. Like, yeah. Yes, it's, yeah. uh, with the one guy who would most yes. of people that are going to kill Strand, he's the one that's going to kill Strand. <laughs> it's like, oh god, this guy now. <laughs> yes. Alicia is finally able to confront Wes, who, as we'll see in this episode, Wes, Wes has gone now. completely. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's more he's, bad writing. Wes was cool before. Um, he sucks now. Is that like he's, he's, I don't know, Chubb. I, instead now. of saying bad writing, I want you to 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 think about his motivations. I mean, he killed his own brother. 
You're telling me that he had a secret coup planned within the Rangers in the short time he's been in that tower? No, I don't buy had it. A, I don't think he's trying to say. The story's not saying no, that I don't he think did. he did. The story is saying we do not like the decisions that Strand is making. The scene yeah. that we get to soon where there's we'll get that yeah. first. We'll get there. All right, we'll get there. all right, Let's all right. There. Yeah. Um, so a strand, of course, being strand offers up his hospitality and offers to take her up to his suite to have a drink. And she's not having any of it. She's like, no, we can at we least can one have a drink. Right here. <laughs> like, yes, go, right. go, go, go further into the, yes. the lion's den. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, they kind of have it out, and he basically tells Alicia, like, fine, you know, go for it. Like, if that's what you're going to do, then then, then do it. Um, and then he tells his people to cut the phone lines and uh, make sure, and, and his rangers in, mentions that his rangers have the infected horde coming. So, like, it's, it's all going to get bad. Um, so, of course, Alicia tries to get out. They stop her. Um, and then she's able to get the drop uh, on one of the guys and uh, puts a gun to Strand much and pops him in the when she finds out how, so this is, how dire it is when the other... Yeah, she know. takes off her fighting yeah. hand, her fighting mm-hmm. glove. Her, he, she unsheathes her fighting glove and yeah, yeah. Right. slashes Wes in the face, gets the drop on everybody, all this stuff. And so, and so by the way, backing up, so Strand's the one that released all the zombies from the crater, I guess, is our takeaway from it. Kind of the yeah, and that brings okay. me yes. to a question. Yeah, kind of the most his, boring answer to that question. <laughs> but, but it raises a question yeah. for me just in Strand's mind is, despite what's going on with the war and whatnot, you're bringing all of these radiated undead to surround this tower. Even if you defeat your oncoming war and all of that stuff. How is that in any way benefiting? I mean, to me that, that, that the reward of them coming to help wipe out the opposing team does not equate to the risk to me. Anyway, the I don't know. He doesn't leave. Well, that's war, right? <laughs> yeah, but you surround an entire tower. Well, yeah, I mean, stranded. This is the last like that. In, I not, mean, but it's not in the tower. It's outside the tower, no. protecting the tower. Yeah, it's outside. So you're saying the entire tower is right. lead blind, and they have lead blind uh, windows. And Rich, all this, this is not that. Rich, this is not a show where that. No, matters. I mean, I don't. That does oh, exactly. exactly. That is not a factor in my, in my thinking no. of what Strand's logic is. The no. show, the show has presented us with their thoughts on how radiation works in this world, and that's just what I'm rolling with. Yeah, I, I mean the walkers are are radiation infected, but I I mean I don't think that they're emitting. I, I thought like, that they, I don't think that tons no, of radiation. I, is I thought about when they're from, later from, when they're talking and, about and again, Charlie and I, I know how nothing, she got but, the infected with those that what, what did they call it alpha particle or whatever. Yeah, but she was pretty close. But she's also the, out there in the wild. Ways. We're straight. But out. I got yes, yes, yeah, wait, 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 But that wait, that wasn't wait. because of the walkers. I'm just that was. Is, I thought that that was the same thing that these walkers were now infected with. So that, bringing that even with that the tower just doesn't make sense. But, to it, me. but even with that, they're still outside the tower. Strand's not right. outside. The, Strand's not outside. They're the not going to bust through. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're, through they're, layers he's, of he's concrete. sitting high in there. He doesn't leave. He sends his other people to leave. They can risk but their lives. But now he them. doesn't have to worry about any of them trying to take it anymore. And, exactly. 
Right. And that's the whole thing. Like, this is Strand's last stand. The tower is his last stand. This is where he is going to stay. So he's made a point of Mm -hmm. stocking it, keeping it well-preserved, keeping it self-sufficient where it's got power. It has water. They're growing things. They, you know, they've got food. They've got everything. Like, he's made a point of stockpiling all this. So the immediate threat to, to Strand in the tower is... Morgan, Alicia, like that whole, you know, right. that whole cr- the crew taking the tower from him. So if he's making a stand, like, I think it's just like, okay, well, once we get past the assault on the tower and that threat goes away, then we'll deal with how to get rid of the irradiated walkers and whether that's, you know, pipe, you know, pipe, pipe them away yeah. or, you know, make do, you know, like, like right. blow up a building somewhere else and lead them to whatever. Yeah. Then they'll deal with that at that time and then they'll be yeah. fine. Like, the, the, again, this is just like, okay, the, the, you know, the immediate threat. We is, need to stop these people. Yeah. Are right. these people that, that are, and Chuck, that, you, that are going to assault going, this place? Think about this now. He is not a, a general or somebody who's fought in many wars. He's not trained That's in tactics. Yeah, but you you're it's like you're expecting No, him but to I'm be... just saying even even the dumb uh, you know what was that guy's name that the guy who got eaten up in the bird cage. Anyway, um that group all it's been intimated at least to me, maybe I misread it that like getting even close to that crater and everything else was just dangerous because of how irradiated radiated that these walkers are. No, not the walkers. It, but the walkers are irradiated right. because that's where the bomb went off. So the area right. itself is full of radiation. The walkers are just the victim of absorbing the natural irradiated, the, the, the radiation from the area itself. I, don't know, I guess I've misread it the whole season. Like the, like the walkers didn't infect the area. The area infected radiated them. zombies. I just thought the way they acted and talked about it, that like, let's not get anywhere near those walkers. Well, you, I mean, you don't, yeah, you don't want right, to because don't. the walker, but it's yeah, not impossible to because, deal with them. Right. Because unlike most walkers where they could just you walk up and stab it me. in the head, they, you can't do that with these ones you have to steer, steer clear because if they physically come into contact with you because they're, they're directly exposed right. to radiation. Strand's that not, is not touching any of like, well, Strand's quote unquote, plan, killing them. He doesn't have to deal, touch them or be near them. And none mm-hmm. of his soldiers do either. It's just the people outside that he's trying to get rid of that has to deal with them. It's a plus plus for him. I guess. So they got him in the elevator. At least, right. at least he's having the right. elevator. So they're in the elevator. Yeah. Um, and of course, they immediately shut the elevator down as protocol. a precaution. Oh, because because yeah, right before this, the generators kick in, kick kick right. in. So they they definitely have power. Yeah. So it, yeah. I mean, Strand's got like all these contingencies and everything else uh, figured out. So yeah, as soon as he's kidnapped, they they shut the uh, the elevator. Uh, they, they shut the elevator down, and. They have a little bit of a back and forth, and then she tries to jump up to open the hatch <laughs> while she's got a gun on Strand right. and is like half-ass distracted. Um, and of course, this is when her sickness kind of kicks in, and she starts getting weak, almost collapses, and then that's when Strand kind of. What was the, the point of her jumping up to that tile? Was she looking to for get a out way out? Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and the also hatch. add yeah. to that, she's panicking. I mean, she knows they're coming. No, no, I just wasn't friend. sure. I wasn't sure if she was looking for a way out or they oh, were yeah. trying to yeah, come yeah. in through that way. No, she, yeah, she was just yeah. trying to get out. Yeah, okay. uh, she was just trying no, to get no, out no. And, and 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 not knowing what to do. Really, I mean, yeah. Um, but she tells him that she's sick. She's not getting better. She's kind of cryptic about what it is because Strand is thinking, well, okay, right. well, maybe it's radiation, and um, and she kind of coyly mentions that it's it it's the zombie play like that she's dying of that which again that whole that was another kind of weird thing that happened this episode is is her kind of recovery mm-hmm. and relapse into you know weakness versus strength when it was convenient mm-hmm. for the story um but and so this is where strand tries to appeal to her again because of the the relationship between the two of them like Come stay here. We'll right. we'll let June look at you. We'll, we've got medicine. We'll fix you up. And she's like, "No, I've tried everything. This fever." And he's not it, believing. It I, I got like, it, something. It, he's I just not believing that it's that dire. No. He just thinks if you if you if I get her inside, rest and give her medicine over time, she'll she'll be better. Yep. And everybody else will be dead, and yep. then you'll be fine. You'll, yeah, she can get- <laughs> you'll forgive me because you're alive and and safe. Yeah. So this is so to kind of carry that forward. She tells him, "Look, if you turn off the the light, then I'll call off the army. I promise you. Like I promise you that we will just call it off and go away. Just just turn off the you know turn off the light. Don't don't draw all those all those zombies in in um and and kill everybody. Um. So of course they they leave the elevator and um." He tells everybody to stand down and to that they're going to turn off the the beacon, the beacon, uh, the, the beacon. light. They're going to turn off the the beacon. Yeah. Um. And uh, Alicia agrees to stay. And this is where Wes is not convinced mm-hmm. at all about what's going on because he feels like this is a huge betrayal. Because a he's all upset right. with Alicia and doesn't trust Alicia. He blames her for basically him turning on. Um, his own brother um, and, and everything that that's, that's happened. Um, So Wes is not convinced and he points the gun towards strand. And, and this is where he makes the appeal to the other Rangers. Like, I don't think this is premeditated at this point because even the, I'm sure the Rangers are like, wait a minute. The the whole point of this was Mm -hmm. like, we risk all these guys to go. We pull all these walkers. She's killed some of their guys. Drag them here. The whole, yeah, the whole point of the beacon is to is to draw these these in to to see mm-hmm. to stave off this siege, and now you're like she comes up, and now all of a sudden you're you're changing sides. It seems crazy, um, and at and I would so add the other ones that, turn on. Remember him as well. prior episodes, he was killing a bunch of his people, like for any for any. Yeah, the guy, the guy, thought. the guy on top has already been showing yes. signs of of craziness. Right. So you got to remember now that. he's making like. Now he's making yes. emotional decisions that don't sit right with these people. Yeah, the whole point of them being with him is that he yes. he had a better place to go. He had a safer, heck, you know, a uh, uh, place for them. So this isn't you... saying this isn't saying that later on it gets better. But I think no. this first instance, this makes sense to me. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. It does to me as well. Yes. Um. But they, and they don't want to turn off the light. So now this is I. I I can't tell if I, I rewound this and watched it again, and I still couldn't tell what what I was seeing specifically. But um, 
but he lowers the gun and then Strand just kind of fakes him out and he shoots. He he shoots. Like. I thought he shot I Wes. Thought he did, did he shoot too. the guy he to the left? Wes is wearing I a vest. he hit him in the gut, like right he's wearing below a, the... Wes has got, they all, they all got body armor on. He's no, got, they yeah, got body armor on. Yeah. So he did shoot him. Oh, do they? Okay. It seems like, yeah, I mean, it's quick. Okay, I didn't, I didn't realize like that. Like Reservoir Dogs were like one blank goes off and is like, what happened exactly? How did Nice he die? Uh, but sure. It's, but it's, uh, let's get more Tarantino references there. Um, <laughs> he shoots Wes. Then he like, I did, he just kind of throws some other shots out there and one of them hits like a steam hits, pipe. Yeah, one of them hits a, you know, whatever. hits the fire extinguisher. Whatever, just to like get I specifically saw Wes react to like getting hit by the bullet. Yeah, like, that's why I know Wes takes died. a hit for sure. Okay, that's that's what I thought. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize he had a vest on or whatever. That th- then that makes sense because I was like, wait a minute, he shoots him and then later on he has like no. Yeah, no, yeah. he's, he's like, well, I actually questioned it because um, at first I was like, well, okay. he must be wearing a vest. But then later, when Strand sends the sword right through him, apparently that. Just goes through the vest like butter. Well, yeah, you, know, you know how things work. When the when these guys get shot in the vest, they then take the vest off <laughs> later on. For some of it, or yeah, or some, some yeah, of the some of it. Yeah. Okay. This, this goes back to fistful of dollars when he's like, "I guess I'll take this off now to show you I had this the whole time." Exactly. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. And he's more irritated. And and Sorry? you notice you Back West, to the Future Part West Three. More irritated. Yeah, Russ, what you too. say? I said, Aaron, I, you yeah, mean that, Back that to the well, Future yeah. Part 3, excuse me. <laughs> or even the clip of Fistful of Dollars in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> <laughs> Where he gets the All idea right. for um, Back to the Future 3. <laughs> Chekhov's yeah, uh, body Chekhov's, armor. <laughs> uh, Chekhov's body armor, yes. So yeah, he shoots and he shoots the fire extinguisher. That creates a distraction. They're able to kind of run and 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 get out. Um, so at this point, Daniel's kind of been taken, taken aside. Um, and Daniel's able to, at this point, take out his captor and break his neck. And I love that Daniel just adds the whole, like, he's like, you put your hands in the back of the neck, not the front. Like basically like, it's almost like a commentary on like the way that movies and TV shows portray people getting their necks broken. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. His instincts are just. Like, Whatever happens to my mind, I'm still a killer, and I'll always know how to be the most efficient killer in the room. <laughs> like, my, that doesn't change. My favorite part about yes. it, though, was his tone and his voice. Like, he was teaching him, like, next time, you, you know, not that there will be a next time, but, you know, just like, here, I'm going to teach you a lesson, but then it doesn't matter because I'm going to break your neck. Yeah, Crazy Daniel is fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This was a well-written um, scene. So, of course... The new Thor trailers out. There are a lot of good stuff. Yeah, here. So Strand finds Alicia. Uh, Strand and Alicia find Daniel, um, and basically they know they you know because of Daniel's uh, certain certain set of skills, uh, he would be be helpful in this situation. Uh, Strand tells Daniel that Ophelia is there. They they just need his help, and so Daniel agrees, and um, and he agree. Uh, uh, Strand agrees to turn off. They have this discussion about the light um, and, and Strand agrees. He says he agrees to turn off the light so he can show Alicia everything he's done there. Like the reason he came around to agreeing with her is he wants to really show her what he's built here and what he's, what he's been able to do um, and, and, and kind of push, you know, push that for, and the whole time I'm thinking, Man, like she has no clue. Well, maybe she does, but 
but generally she has no clue of the mm-hmm. depths of depravity yeah. Yeah. that Strand has fallen into to exert right. his rule on this place. And here he is at at this moment just being like, trying to convince her, like, basically I did this, not like I did it for you kind of thing explicitly, but but his intention was to build a place where if they all kind of went kumbaya, they could all live kind of happily ever. Well, I could see this, the, the army that he has is basically saying, I didn't do this for you to give it to your fake daughter. Right. Yeah. This is our, our life. For sure. You're, you're playing with. And I think his, he's in this split place where he wants to both like be the guy that can rule this place and also be the guy that could be this caring mentor figure and those things are colliding in a way that yes make it it <laughs> like the more i try to think about this episode it's like i get what it wants to do <laughs> like right. i really exactly. i really I see the pieces here yes i really see what it's going for well yeah. if you and if you and if you mm-hmm. back up on the journey of strand through the show like if you don't look at this in the it, from a like a four foot view. But if you look back at like, okay, we've known strand now for seven seasons and like he has operated many, many times out of self-interest out of friendship out of like, he's been a very like he's had, he, he has a lot of dichotomy to him. Like he operates, you know, for the most part when the chips are really, really, really down he will he will almost always mm-hmm. operate out of his own self-interest but there are times when he he kind of gives that up to help others but we've seen so many times like with him in virginia like with him in you know when the, when they were in that hacienda or whatever down like in in mexico like we've seen times where he's he's betrayed friendships to save his own butt and to do things that he felt were were justified at the time, even though he, you know, he did some horrible stuff. So this is kind of an extension of, of that, but normally those things kind of evolve over time. They don't normally just kind of flip flop over a period of a single episode. Yeah. Um, so at this point, Daniel's just taking fools out. Like he's just, you know, just, shooting guys and they're falling through it. And it's kind of funny because at one point it's like Daniel and, or, um, Alicia and Strander have this conversation and Daniel's just kind well, of like and I love thing how they're slow walking up the stairs and they get a little bit behind him and you just see evidence of blood spatter here and there. Yeah. I'm like, that is yes. so awesome. It doesn't matter how, what the, man, Daniel's such a fun character. Um, at this point, Alicia starts to kind of fade out again. Like she starts to like, uh, so again, like she, she's kind of fading out in the elevator and then she kind of found this like renewed uh, energy. Um, and now she's kind of fading back again and they get back into, so they end up getting to, to strands, I guess is like his office or his, yeah. his suite the or penthouse. Um, the penthouse and Daniel finds a clipboard and with a bunch of names on it. And I was yeah. like, Oh man, I know where this is going. Um, and it's he's like, what is this? And Strand's like, oh, that's a name of that's a list of everybody in the tower. Which I was like, oh, that was a dumb thing to say. Uh, and Daniel's like, hey, Ophelia's name's not on here. <laughs> and uh, and and Strand he comes clean at this is where it gets a little weird. He comes clean and says Ophelia's not here, but then he says, let me take you to her. 
And then he takes him to Charlie, and then Daniel's like, that's not Ophelia. And it's it's like this weird, like, I didn't quite understand why he tells him, I, she's not here. I oh, get what he was going for. Yeah, oh, in, that's in, not in, in his mind, he's thinking, because Strand thinks he's always right. He thinks, right. I, I can at least show her the, the other girl that he bonded with, and that will make everything okay. Like, that's... So you 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 think no, he wasn't I don't think he was trying to like feel you that was thought she like, would talk okay. him out of it. Okay, that's yeah, that's okay. I think he was just literally that thinking sense. that that's where I, I, I know these these two share a bond. Maybe if like if I come clean but then say like but this but the the other girl that you knew, you know, she's your, yeah. she's your real daughter now, but Strand, you know, he's also an idiot, so he's not like right. that's not that plan's not going to work exactly, but he that's still I think what his logic is for this. That that makes better sense. Okay, so I yeah I misread. It's that. What I do think it's a great scene that um, was written by a guy with a red crayon. I I do think it's it's clumsily done as far as the, there's like weird pauses in it and everything. It's like here I'll yeah. show you your real daughter Daniel, and then it's like okay, and then when they walk over here, and it's like all right, yeah, yeah. So of course he doesn't. I buy will it. say because we're you know uh, I think Ruben Blades is great in this episode. <laughs> like I think he's really good. Oh for sure. I think yeah. everything no, he's doing in this is really wonderful. Yeah, but and then Strand tells him he's like, look, she died in Mexico, and Lucy lied to you, and you know she had good reason, and and we finally else. get some flashbacks. Um, <laughs> this yeah, thing, like, which I was which I appreciated. Sure. Yeah, and. Yeah, the two of them driving and looking, you know, uh, trying and to find Ophelia. And I think, Ophelia, I think yeah. that that one line Strand said to him of, that's why Lucy lied to you, and basically intimating about the motive, you know, giving him a reason and all of that, I think that kind of sunk into Daniel a little bit. Because um, I think later in the episode, he could have been much harsher to Luciana than he was in the way he spoke to her. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, he whacks sure. Strand um, and then goes to Charlie and he doesn't want her to see him and remember him like this. Should Which I also think was, it was sloppily done, but I think that was Strand also like, you won't kill me in front of her. Oh, right. yeah. I didn't think of that. Good um, point. Uh, and at this point, Alicia looks like oh, yeah. ass. Like, I mean, she looks like she's dead. Like, like her, no color in her face and her lips. Like nothing. Like she just looks like she's like about dead. Um, and uh, Charlie kind of makes a little plea to Daniel, um, and he starts to kind of tear up and lowers his gun. Um, and then we we kind of have like come back from the Alicia wakes up, which we're kind of like in between a commercial break. So yeah. it, like you know. Um, she she wakes back up, um, and Strand tells Alicia about Charlie and what happened. Like that, you know, too much radiation. She couldn't be saved. You know, June thinks she's got a few more days, and that's about it. So it was, again, a very kind of touching conversation between the two of them. Um, Alicia looks like she's feeling better again, um, and they make a they try and make a break for it. And Strand found some uh, tear gas and. Uh, some uh, uh, masks, so so they can they can uh, they can breathe through it. Um, so Strand heads out, clears out the floor, um, and uh, it ends on the on the sixth floor. Uh, and Wes and his so they they basically make it down to the sixth floor. They they get there in the clearing, and um, Wes is there with his guys, and they they kind of 
have this have this stand standoff. Um, so this is where my notes and, and again the body armor thing makes sense because I even put in my notes like wait West tries to appeal to Strand and I was like wasn't wasn't he shot like it because he wasn't showing the effects of of being shot but again if he had body armor that totally makes sense um, but West tries to appeal to Strand and basically you know try and bring him back around you know to where you know he felt he uh, he was. Um, and Strand's not having any of it, and he's able to just kind of like bolt off to the side, uh, out, you know, out the door, back. And Alicia is is back in uh, bad news, and of course, West starts shooting at him. Um, and and even as bad as she was feeling, again, all of a sudden, now they start running. They run into this room, and she's able to push a dresser in front of the doorway, um, and and kind of like kind of like you know last stand barricaded in this room you know kind of ready for it all to to fall to fall apart kind of thing, um, and this is where Strand admits that you know he loves her he's you know she she's the closest thing that he has to family, and they kind of like try and have this touching moment be- between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, um, well, I was just like piece, pieces being pushed together so we can get to scenes like this, and I can right. like, and that's. Yes, that presents a problem for an episode that needs to be more like the momentum needs to feel more consistent in getting us to certain places. And I feel like they just they had beats they wanted to hit, but like didn't find the right ways to connect those dots all the time. Right. Uh, So West and his group are there able to finally get get past it and get in. Um, And uh, Strand says they won't be weaker if they decide to help people. So this is where I had a little bit of a what the hell moment because now Strand is like, no, wait, we can bring those people from outside in. Like it's okay, yeah. we can help them. Yeah, like I was it's like, a huge yeah, turn. That's <laughs> like, a messy turn. Like yeah. that's a pretty yeah, exactly. big leap from like, like hey, I'm going to take these irradiated only. people <laughs> from this crater. And and he's throughout the entire part of the season, he's made a point of like, mm-hmm. if you're not with me, you're getting tossed off the sixth right. floor roof. You know yep. and, and not be trusting and like, Hey, you don't even have a place here unless you can offer something that, that other people can't. And like, it just seemed weird that all of a sudden now he take, you know, because he has a tearful exchange with Alicia that now, uh, they won't be weaker by helping all these people. And I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't know. That just like every, like everything kind of before that was kind of working. And then this is where, to me, this is, this is really where the first, the beginnings of where it really, I felt kind of started to fall apart. Yeah, this is what Strand's, it felt like, like what they previously logic. done to Strand with Madison and him, where he does something and then he totally, you know, he does something bad and then he, and then she kind of, you know, gets him and then he, yeah. he gets very remorseful quickly. Like, and I think that, but even like, it, yeah. well, I was going yeah, to say, good, this is ahead. even this, but this okay. is too quickly. Like, this is just, it, it was too yeah. sharp a turn. I can see letting her in and maybe, um, you know, maybe someone else. But to let them all in after all of this, I don't see him doing that. Like, that's just a weird turn. Yeah. And even like in where we've seen it in the past where he's flipped a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. like with, with Virginia, right? Like all of a sudden he was all in on like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a a ranger with Virginia. Like that, like the purpose of that was for him to get in with her to like, obviously he had 
an ulterior motive to eventually help right. his his people. Like that was a ploy to eventually turn against Virginia and just yeah, kind of right. play the long game. Like that, you know, because again, at the heart of it, Strand's a con man. So. Like that totally made sense, and and they even made it more clear. Like when he, you know him and Alicia kind of have their big standoff, you know, during that time period where you know she doesn't agree with what he's doing, but he kind of makes his case for it. This just again, this just like at this point, he's clearly out for him and his, and for him to kind of say with this that in mind, through me, but, I'm not putting um, Wes up the hook either. Like just no. fucking shoot everybody. I'm not saying no. Just fucking shoot everybody, man. Like I don't know what you're what you're going for here. <laughs> yeah. You just want to keep preserving these people to the last minute with this monologuing and all that. It's like, dude, if you want to take over, take over. Shoot them all. You're clearly against them. They're they're not helping. Yeah, yes. like they're, he they'll kill you. Want, yeah. He wants <laughs> he to be you. right. Yeah. He wants to be right. He wants to feel like he's doing the right thing himself too. That's the sense I get that they're trying to do uh, it. So Alicia. Yeah. So th- this is where Wes, like he finds the trans Alicia's yeah. transmitter, right? He goes through her stuff, finds the transmitter. And again, Wes is trying to turn strand back against her. It's like, Oh, if she was truly out for good and she's going to keep her word and tell them to leave. Once we turn the beacon off, what's this thing? Like what's, you know, she didn't tell you about this. So again, I can see where there's a maybe a little bit of rift that that can, I guess that can I just come don't in. see his game here. Um, it's like this: you you've turned against this guy because he's clearly, right. for lack of a better term, nuts. Like, right. why try to play mind games between the two of them? Just kill both of them, then you're set. You're king of the mountain. <laughs> like, yes, you're 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 yeah. yeah it's not you're like a new that's guy. his brother right. or somebody like yeah, related like, to him or something it, like that. He's a guy so, that will turn on him yeah, exactly if he could. So no, yeah. I don't need to. Why would I want to bow to this guy? <laughs> Um, so at this point, Alicia kind of makes peace with dying. Like she just feels like, okay, this is, this is it. And you know, I'm not, I, I know I'm not long for this world anyway, but I'm, I'm good with it. Um, and of course, Daniel comes in at this point and just starts shooting everyone, <laughs> of course, but Wes. I, I'm not right. beyond um, the idea of like knowing like certain things that are going to happen. And it's not like I thought, well, Alicia's going to get gunned down right here. And this is the end of her character right. at the same time though. God damn it. If Daniel didn't surprise me by showing up, <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's just staged in the right yeah. way where I was like, damn it, that worked on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, Daniel gets shot, you know, in the exchange and Alicia is able to pull a gun on Wes. Um, and as she's trying to kind of talk sense into him, because weren't Wes and Alicia like a thing? Like, well, I think he was more into her than she was into him. Yeah, but it was the whole art thing right. and everything else, right? Like, I, yeah, but like I, whole... she's just not into him. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Into there. Um, it, it just it seems weird how we've we've gotten to this point, but but uh, anyway. So, I, and um, I think that I I and I wouldn't be. So, I think maybe they were trying to have that in it too, because he re, he felt like a jilted lover the way that he was so angry with her. Also, yeah, like he but, like she betrayed him, but she really didn't betray him. Like he was, he was uh, going on a little too much about how she betrayed him and how she was, you know, she did all these terrible things, and she really didn't. She was put in a position that she didn't ask for yeah. in that bunker. She wouldn't add. She didn't ask for that. They kidnapped her and brought her in the bunker. So yeah, he, yeah. So I I think they were going trying to do that, but they never made it really clear that he had 
those kind of feelings earlier on. They didn't give him enough time. Um, so yeah, so while Alicia's trying to talk to Wes, uh, Strand comes up with the sword and stabs him through the, through which the, I ain't bad at. I mean, what are you trying to do? Like, I mean, you wanted to get to the damn beacon, right? Yeah. What was the problem like that? Yeah, that, that, that did seem like a, um, her response did seem like a, 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 you know, a child and a, and a father kind of thing. And Alicia is not happy with the fact that he killed Wes, even though probably ten seconds earlier he was ready to pull the trigger on her. So, right. um, but at this point, we cut to the outside. Wendell reunites with Sarah. Like everybody's kind of like happy. They're asking where Morgan went. You know, it's like this big. Yeah, the um, Ewoks is singing. It's a whole yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and specifically Yub Dub, not the other song. Yeah, it's good. Oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah, we don't acknowledge that other song. <laughs> we, no, we don't. Um, and so Daniel comes out and he's like, "Look, we all gotta like we gotta go." And they they at this point they start getting sniped from the roof, like some people are shooting, so they're taken for cover. Um, and then of course we cut back to the to the tower, and Strand gets to the Strand and Alicia get to the roof. Strand takes them both out. Um. And they finally have their moment where they can turn the beacon off. And Strand once again, it's like, wait a minute. Strand <laughs> again, this is where like Strand's like, nah, maybe I won't. Like, I killed all my guys. I turned them all against me. I've totally screwed up everything. But yeah, no, I, I don't Gosh think darn it, I really like the, this tower. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm gonna Such turn off this beacon. Such stupidity. And, and he's like, Well, I don't think you'll ever forgive me anyway. Like basically like yeah, you're you're just gonna hold this against me like a grudge forever. And she agrees um, with him for the dumbest of reasons, but um, well, it's their and pattern. So this, yeah, well, I'm at, just at, saying point, I, I could have, but th- after what you did to Wes, it's like, are you kidding me? The guy was gonna kill you. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't understand. That no, I all. get it, but I, but again, I think they wanted to be like this is their pattern. This, is, this yeah. has been the pattern for what? Pattern of stupidity. Six yeah. seasons. This has been their pattern of how they deal with each other. Yeah, it's just these extremes. Don't, yeah, don't usually not reason. within a single episode. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's just not in this extreme. I. But yeah, it's it's. So of course they kind of get into this fight and. You know, Strand pushes her out of the way, and her stabby hand uh, goes through <laughs> Chekhov's gasoline uh, container, yeah. and she pulls it out, which starts to leak. You thought it smelled before. Um, Woo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo. Um, and eventually, she's able to kind of like kill the guide wires, uh, su- suspend. You know, there's like some sus- structures holding up the the beacon that they've kind of jerry rigged up there, and is able to crash on it, and it it of course kills the beacon. And Alicia is able to climb up there and she has the transmitter and is trying to tr- plug in the transmitter, which she does and broadcasts a message. Now, I found it funny. You guys tell me if you thought the same thing. But when she gives her message, she's like, this is Alicia Clark. And then, you know, go blah, 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 blah. You and I'm like, exactly oh, clearly, cle- clearly Madison. the next episode is going to be Madison on the other end of a radio hearing this is Alicia Clark. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, obviously, you, that was. Do you think that I'm was Madison that was at the end, uh, or maybe that was in the I, previous? I can't I, say. Never mind. I, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So she she plugs in the transmitter. She gives the coordinates to where exactly they're at. Tells them where they Which are. Which apparently is Hitchcock, Texas. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Hitchcock. You near Hitchcock, Texas? Uh, very. My wife. Well, is it yeah. north by northwest of you? Uh, it is oh, due. It is due uh, east of me. Yeah, so if you looked out your rear my, window, you'd see it. My, so I'll stop. Yeah, so <laughs> a few things. A, there's no way in hell that that's Hitchcock, Texas, because there is no building that quite that tall in Hitchcock. Well, also, Texas. isn't Hitchcock? Isn't that down towards Galveston? It is. My wife. My wife. Because that looked nothing like Galveston anywhere. Well, I mean, it's it's far enough away. It's not like that close, but. Um, my wife worked for the Hitchcock. She dispatched for the Hitchcock Police Department for like mm. for a while. In the late nineties, uh, when I worked for that Texas drug company, one of the the generic manufacturers was there in Hitchcock. I used to have to go down to Hitchcock. So back when I was in high school, it was famous for being a place where you know how there's some of those towns where it's like even if you're going like three miles over the speed limit, those fuckers will pull you over. Mm-hmm. It, 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 even if they don't give you a ticket, they'll they'll just jack with you. Yes. That's Hitchcock, Texas. That's so pretty whenever, much Texas all along the I-10 as well. Mm, <laughs> Except for not the like this. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, but it's close. I got not a, like this. I I went across. I was going I-10. I was heading heading west from uh, um, San Antonio and whatnot, and uh, this bridge. Right as you come around this corner, this bridge. There's suddenly it drops from. You can go, I think it was 75 or 80, down to 50. Like, in a blink of an eye. And, I, man, they're just pulling people over left and right there. It's all just, just trap entrapment. Yep. Yeah, we used to, when we were in high school, we'd take the back way to avoid going down the freeway to get to Galveston. And you'd go through Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. So it was always like, you better go the speed limit. Yeah. Anywho. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, there are no, like... Eight-story buildings in Hitchcock, I can personally attest to. <laughs> no, um, so anyway, further in Texas cast. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's funny. It's it's literally like 20 minutes away from where I live. Um, so, But it is close to Galveston, so that does, that does uh, add up. Um, so yeah, so tr- transmitter's plugged in. She's given her message. Um and all all this sparking going on, the gas, of course, that that was ruptured, and of course, the building begins to uh, catch on fire as Alicia passes out on the top of the of the uh, scaffolding there, where the where the beacon was. That's not too convenient. <laughs> Do what? That's not very convenient. Not convenient. No. But that's okay because if if you know, usually she's just down for a minute or two, and then she kind of wakes back up and. She's a real, she's a real chumba wumba. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She gets knocked out. She gets nothing's ever going to keep her down. No, no. She'll just be pissing the night away. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. I mean, they did give her. I mean, the one episode where she started to kind of recover a bit, I kind of skipped over it. But but Strand was able to give her some adrenaline to kind of get her going. But yeah, that's how it works um, when you get bit by a zombie. Just put some adrenaline. Sure, in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But yeah, that inconsistency is a little weird with me. But anyway, so that is Divine Providence. 
you know? Man, we haven't had a contentious, heated discussion on an episode in quite a long time. If, if anything, oh. I'm, walking, I'm walking away liking this episode more than when I came into this podcast. I, I think, you, Darren, I think I'm with you. Because um, it sparks a conversation about Because when you, when you break down what's going on, like, I don't mm-hmm. think the things that are happening don't, like, add up to what's going on with this show. I, right. I, Rich, I, I, I don't disagree that the writing is not as strong as it could be to make these points work better. But I do think the, for one thing, again, I do think the performances are there. I think the, the acting it's between these key people are, it's that, yes. that's what's working for me. It's some of the uh, jogging around in place to like have people waffle back and forth on where they lie with the leaders and what, like that stuff, whatever. It could be just a lot of bullshit thrown in the way. But there's still like, especially compared to some other episodes, like this one is like, if we're getting a climactic tower episode, the emotions are high, and I appreciate that they're what they're trying to go for, even if I don't think it all comes together as well as it can. I didn't get the tension that they were trying to sell. I mean, I, there was tension. I could see what they were trying to sell as tension. It didn't... It, 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 I didn't have that tensions, visceral response I think they wanted from the Watcher. I don't know. I just... It... It was it was definitely an episode of television. Yeah, fair. All right. So speaking of this episode of television, how many Tobies do we give this episode, Daryl? How many how many Tobies do you give? Um, I like I said, especially when we talked about it and and debated about it, it made me think of the other seasons of this show and and these characters and the history that they have. I I think more of it worked than than I than didn't I think I mean it was some clumsiness in the writing yes but I think what they tried to do it's, it was in there enough that I saw it um, so I think I I would give it uh, three Tobies I'm with Daryl I I agree I think. Three Tobies makes a lot of sense to me because the ambition, I think, is there and it's not rising to it all the time. But I do think there's a level of effort going on here that wants to get at who are these characters right now and what do they mean to each other? And in a better show or a better written episode, it could pull that off with a plum and still like manage to have the action and the tension and what have you. As it stands, it, it, it kind of like creakily gets there. And I, but I did appreciate the stuff that it was a lot of the stuff that I was doing to try to get there. So three Tobies fits for me. Yeah, I'm not sure that this episode deserves the honor of any Tobies because it would be besmirching the name Toby. Um, but there were things that worked. I will agree with that. I, I mean, I thought that there was some great scenes. I mean, Daniel bushing in behind Alicia going in the tower, I thought was great. Um, then there was Daniel breaking the guy's neck with the handcuffs scene. That was pretty awesome. Um, what else was good? Then there was Daniel talking to Charlie, and that part, parts of that scene was really, really great. Um, then there was Daniel going up the stairs, just taking out everybody, you know, just, you know, John Wick style. Um, and then there was everything else. So, yeah, one. It gets one. And that's only because we don't give them zeros. So, one. We got it. Terrible, we got it. terrible we got it. writing. Terrible. 
we got to remember when this show was in like Mexico and doing like some really just really boring stuff that had <laughs> nothing to uh, like. <laughs> oh, I remember we had a lot of similar critiques, but you know, here's the thing: is they they set up an awesome first half of the season and then shit the bed. Period. All right. Uh, I'm I'm going to be with you guys. I'm going to give it three. I, I think I was like in the firmly two and a half camp. And then the more I kind of talked about it and kind of rehashing my notes and then cleared up a couple things that I wasn't clear on. I think it uh, again, I think the performances is what pushes this over the top for me. I think the performances were really, really, really solid. And I, I think I think, like you said, Aaron, I think get rid of some of those inconsistencies and the, and clean up the writing. And this is a five out of five. Like, I mean, there are, there are enough hallmarks to make this just a phenomenal episode of this show. And I think, I think the writing just got in the way of, of really making it, um, making it what it could be. So that's where I stand. But where do the Facebook folks stand well, this week? We do have a couple of Tobies here. These Tobies are available on our Walking Dead fa- uh, TV podcast Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast. All the um, posts for the episodes when I write reviews are up there, as well as these posts where we can have our listeners throw in their thoughts on the episode as well. And we have a couple here. This one, the first one's from Tammy Heisley. She writes, I can finally leave a Toby rating. I admit that I haven't watched any of season seven till this episode and only a few episodes of season six. I couldn't remember season five expression face. <laughs> I have been binging all of your podcasts. So I would know what has been going on. I hope that's been helpful. That's a fun way to keep over the show. Listen to our rambling. <laughs> Anyways, back to this episode. I honestly didn't think it was too bad. I gave it three Tobies. And Kevin Barry chimes in. He writes, 2.5, it looks like another nice housing development that is destroyed by the heroes of, T- of the Walking Dead universe out of five. At times, I enjoyed this episode, including Strand with the sword and Daniel being Daniel and even Wes and his move to protect the tower. But Alicia being fine and then almost dead, repeat times three. And why not just break a window and yell at the army, hey, we need some help. But these last two episodes have been a letdown for sure. Greed. So those are our Toby ratings for this week. All right. That's it then, huh? Okay. Uh, and uh, Johnny Stower posted something that says, ha-ha, and also this content is not available, so I hope he enjoys that joke to himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, excellent. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Um, Daryl, since you haven't been on for a while, where can folks find you on the Internet? Uh, well, uh, you can find me on uh, Nothing's On Podcast, uh, which... Uh, is me and Donnie, and of course Jim was a part of that show as well. Uh, we were recording regularly again, uh, so you can check that out as well. Uh, hopefully, we can get Gossip by Geeks back on a schedule soon. Uh, we figured things out on that front, and uh, you can hear us on Go Check Yourself as we talk about uh, Strange uh, New Worlds. Love um, it, love which it. Which the new show has just started, so uh, that's it. Cool. Aaron? You can find me in a few places. I write for WeLiveEntertainment.com. That's where I put up my Walking Dead reviews when I have them. I also do my movie reviews on a weekly basis there. I write for Why So Blue, for Blu-ray and Criterion reviews. do some variety of stuff occasionally. I have a podcast, Out Now with Aaron and Abe, where my friend Abe and I discuss new movie new movie releases. So we have Top Gun coming up this week, so plenty to talk about there. Um, and I'm on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. 
Excellent. Rich? Chubtoad01 on all the socials. Cool. And you can stay tuned to me here at hhwled.com, as well as, like Daryl said, over at Gotham by Geeks on the Taylor Network of Podcasts. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. Two episodes left until the big finale to see how this all all wraps up. So that ought to be interesting. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, I think we had a little bit of the good, the bad, and the ugly this week. <laughs>